We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2023 Sony Open DraftKings Picks, a discussion about ownership, theory, and lineup building for your DraftKings teams this week. Additionally, the final bets, the weather, injury news, WDs, and a new segment for the Wednesday show. Tambo and I are splitting an entry into the race for the Mayo Cup, and we are going to go through Tambo and try to make our selections every single week and talk through maybe some theory on one and done, because you and I both probably not great at one and done. Very bad at it, but that's why I got multiple entries this year. We've got this one now. I'm excited about this. And there's a lot of money up top. I just want to win it so we can get all the rigged tweets. It's the Mayo race for the Cup, and Mayo won it somehow. Like You could really set this thing up. I, shockingly, when I won the, I won the Wyndham Listeners League, no one actually said it was rigged. Okay, fair. And, you know, it would have to be if I won it. So. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. It, it does feel that way sometimes. But I'm on a good run. Ever since we started doing this show, I've been a much better DraftKings player, and I hope you guys are too. Everyone seemed to like the new format from last week, so we're sticking with it. We might try to figure out a way to get some people's questions in. Maybe if they leave some questions below the Monday show with Feinberg, 
and I'll pick like two or three from there to answer at the end of the show, like some good ones. Yeah, I, I love that because that sort of goes with what we're trying to do here, right? Help with, instead of just picking the plays, we're trying to go through and sort of think how others are thinking of the slate, how we can maybe outthink them. And so I think some of these sort of more evergreen questions might make sense. Uh, if you want to get the best way to make your lineups, do your research, fantasynational.com slash mayo will get you 20% off any membership level. The simulator, that's all good to go. The live stats, the updated stats, the lineup builder, the ownership projections, all up there right now, fantasynational.com slash mayo. The bets for the week. Here's what I got so far. I can be talking a few more, by the way. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be scared about that. Mm. I have Harmon at 27. More on that in a second. Horschel at 33. More on that in a second. <laughs> Poston and Hughes, both 70 to 1 with the each way, the five places. I played Semikawa as a bomb at 225 to 1, but I, got, I grabbed the 12 places on the each way extra with it. So I played that and Ben Griffin top 10 at 10 to 1. I did play five first round leaders, though. No okay. each ways, just five first round leaders. And when I get shut out this week, I'll probably stop playing first-round leaders. But I had to jump on the one that everyone is on, the Russell Henley first-round leader, 40-1. to 1. Uh, Spenson, 66. Griffin, 90. Shez Reeby, 100-1. And Semikawa, 125-1. For the one-and-dones for the Monday show, I went with Harmon. Jeff went with Spieth. Cust went with Hollywood. Tom Hoagie. I, I like it. I've got... First time leaders, I feel better, but I'm with you on the Henley one. Same number. It's dropped now. I already saw I think it's down to 33. There is a, a place where a canine in the name might have a 40 still out there. Okay. <laughs> or if there's a lot I love of the, points where you enjoy to bet, might have a 40 out there as well. So I think that's a good one. That's how I feel like I want to get access to them. My other three, I forget the exact numbers, but Keith Mitchell, David Lingmurth, and Sam Ryder. We'll talk about some of them throughout the show, I'm sure. I was saving Lingworth for next week, by the way. You got to try them both. No, the no, number's no. good enough to try both. No, you try him next week. The, next uh, week, he's a winner. The one bet I want to talk you into that I think is still a good one is Shelton. Robbie Shelton. I got him at 140. It's probably gone. I got the top eight each way, but just in thought process of it, that's that's the only one. I don't love the rest of my bets. I bet them based on the numbers. You, you mentioned Harmon. Well, that, this is the thing. Like we, Because I discussed it in real time on the show on Monday with Jeff where this 27 was lingering out there. Then we go to DraftKings Sportsbook. And in real time, it goes from like 28 to 16 to 1. I'm like, I'm going to lose this number if I don't bet it right now. I fucking hate Brian Harmon. Like, and he's not winning. That's I feel so bad. It's my it was my first bet, and I feel the worst about it. It's like you just know he's not winning. I'm not for I know not everyone has access to each ways, but I'm not putting a 27 or whatever it was onto an each way. So I just left it as is. Feel good that it's down to 16, but I still don't feel good about Brian Harmon winning this golf tournament. No, but you know what? I felt good about my Morikawa bet winning on Sunday, and that didn't <laughs> win. So maybe I need to feel poorly about the bets and then all of a sudden maybe they'll end up winning i came into the week thinking i was just gonna bet tom kim and connors and it just didn't go that way and i don't know why i yeah. feel like if i had to redo everything it'd be tom kim connors and the two guys at 70 well tom kim i mean a little bit of the elephant in the room in this one 12 to 1 the guy just on fire last week he was on fire again and just didn't have a putter which usually is his skill set so i mean the course couldn't set up any better for this guy he's only 10-5 on DraftKings, which we'll talk about in a second i say only I know it's a high price. The more I looked at it as the week went on, I started to say, like, is it actually too cheap? Is this guy just too good? And we're just going to be kicking ourselves afterwards? Because it sounds like he's getting the ownership, but it also you hear people say they don't want to click the button. So we'll have to see how it actually shakes out as the week goes, or I guess as the day goes on, leading into tomorrow's lock. If I add anyone else, I'll be sending out the newsletter on Wednesday afternoon. So I'll have all of the final bets in there. If I add anyone, it'll be on the cheat sheet. That'll be very easy to read. It's in nice little handy cheat sheet format. I'm like, boom, there's the pick. 
there we go. But for now, I'm, I'm good with those four. I'm trying to t- like eat, dip my toe back in the water here. I don't <laughs> want to go too crazy. I got a lot of money in my account right now after you know Jags win the division. Bears get the first pick. Good week in football. Would have been more with Morikawa. Someone, someone actually got, like commented to me on it. Just like, I can't believe you were so mad you lost the Morikawa bets. Like, you won a lot this weekend. It's like, it's not how it works. No, it's definitely not, how, not it how it works. It's not how it works. And you also put out the best day ever tweet that it would be potentially your best no, day ever. No, it would have been the third best. The best, like, will it... Willett and Keimer yeah. are going to be hard to beat. Sorry, yes, it was close to those two. I, I do remember it now. I mean, it, a- w- it ended up being like my fifth best day ever. So, yeah, so you should be happy, Pat. Shouldn't be that mad that Morikawa lost and blew a six stroke lead Nine down stroke, the stretch. Nine stroke lead. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. So, one and done. Let's talk. Actually, let's talk about the weather very briefly because uh, you kind of brought it up to me. I'm looking at it right now in real time. No super forecast on Windfinder. I am using Wailai Beach Park slash Oahu. For my wind finder, Thursday morning, there's a bit of wind. Gusts potentially up to 18, consistently like 13, 14, 15. And that lasts till like midday or like noon. And that's it. I'm not sweating it a little bit. Like I suppose, theoretically, PM AM would be the wave to play, but I don't see really much of a difference. Yeah, if you want to go some first round leaders in that wave, there is a trend over the last... I think it's five years or six years here. The first round leader has been in the PM wave or Why split. Why didn't you tell me that before I bet the first wave. round leaders? It was too, it was too late. <laughs> I mean, this is stuff you pick up as the week goes on, as you're digging in and starting to look at the weather and stuff. Like you said, it's not the highest of wind, wind gusts and things like that that we're seeing or wind in general. And then on top of it, it looks to end pretty early. So even those guys that are going out first, it looks like it's only going to be the first half of the round. Temps are pretty much the same across the board. So it's not like they're playing in a chilly morning. It's Hawaii. I mean, it's, it can't be that bad anyway, but I, I don't see anything really for me if you you know I'll always build some lineups that way when we get on a coastal course just because it's set up where if the weather did pick up and change on a dime you could put yourself in a good spot and just get off some of those plays we'll talk about it as we go through but there's some guys that are getting some ownership that are in opposite waves where you could make it different in that way for our one and done entry this week and I know a lot of people are playing in the race for the Mayo Cup for the very first time so thank you all for joining. I believe there's still a $25 one that's available on the site right now if you haven't got in yet and you want to play in something, um, but just make a reminder for next year. And when I tell you, like, it's going to fill really quickly, I'm not lying. Yeah. And you weren't, we weren't even certain for what we said. We already talked about this last week, but I had a guy just DM me yesterday. He's like, it, it really filled. He's like, there was over a thousand spots left. When you send that to me a week ago, I was like, yeah, it just filled overnight pretty much. So you just should have got in when I said get in. I, I wasn't lying to you. Is there any way to still get in? Absolutely not. But you can try for the other buy in levels. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to come up with some new contests throughout the year, not even just golf. Uh, Try to have some sort of NFL pick'em contest, maybe a bowl pick'em for next year, March Madness, NFL draft props, stuff like that. Yeah. So hopefully we can facilitate that all on uh, the same site that runs FantasyGolfChampionships.com. It's a legit shit site. It's registered. Yeah, they're not going to steal your. They own League Safe, so that really helps when protecting your money. So there's going to be more contests to come around throughout the course of the season. What do you want to do here? Like, how do you like? Do we use Tom Kim? Like we, we, here's the thing. It just will, do you think people will use Tom? I mean, yes, obviously people will use Tom Kim in the one and done. Do you think he'll be the most owned guy in the one and done? Because you seem to think it's Henley. I feel like it's Henley. The reason I feel like it's Henley is because where are you saving him for? 
that's really what people are looking at. Again, there's very high end strategists in this one and done where we see it all the time. Like I said, people may have five entries, the max, play all Russell Henley here because they don't know where else to save them, try and get their wins that way, and then spread out at the end. But at the same token, people are looking to see, wow, there's some big events out here this year that are paying more than majors. These designated events where you're seeing that set up where people are sort of plotting it out. What are you saving Russell Henley or a Brian Harmon or a Corey Connors for? I think Henley will be the, the most owned there, but I'm saying like some of those guys, I think get used, used here because of that factor. And I, my strategy that I always give up on, because if it doesn't work for like two weeks, I'm like, well, this strategy is no good. And then I go back and look at it at the end of the year. It's like, well, if I had just done that the entire time, I would have been good. Just take the top 10 guys on the board, top five guys on the betting board and look at it. Who's the one guy that no one wants to bet this week? The answer is Hideki Matsu. Hideki, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, that's the pick. I would have no problem doing it because that's what I was going to lean into. Is like I said, you know, can we use Tom somewhere else? Yes. Can we use Henley somewhere else? Probably no, but everyone's going there. So if you want to play the safety play. Yeah, you know what? Is Henley, Henley's qualified for all these upper events, right? Henley's going to be fine in certain places to us, I'm he, saying, but this is what people are gonna, thinking in the one and done. He's still going to show up at yeah. Byron Nelson and crap like that, where he'll be 28 to one or something. <laughs> I got no problem playing it. The one thing I would say is we'll, we'll talk about the trend a little bit as we go through the lineups, but I definitely think to your point earlier when we talked pre-show, you want to be playing someone that played last week here. Yes, although your bets didn't seem to reflect that. No. Mine did. I, I only bet people uh, until we got to like the 100 to 1. My, my bets were first-round leader bets. We don't, oh, need win- okay. we don't need winners there, right? So Har- Harmon and Connors did play last week. I've got those guys. Svenny is on the card. I, we didn't talk through all mine, but someone like, I don't love my betting card. I'll be honest. Spieth? Another guy you could go with. I, I actually prefer Hideki just, All right. just for that reason. H- Hideki's the pick. Go back-to-back, Hideki. I mean, I don't have faith in Hideki because if I did, I would bet him at 20-1 to 1 right now, mm-hmm. which is... There is some a, sharper people on that bet that say that's, you know, how can you not go to that bet? It's, it's the logic tracks. You have an elite player in a weak field that is 20-1 to 1 or beyond. That tends to win a lot of the time. I mean, he did put up a career-best putting performance last year just to win in a playoff against Russell Henley. Like... Mm-hmm. And his, he, was, he was not great last week. Although I've even written that even if guys were poor last week, it's still an advantage to have played last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so as well. That's why, I mean, it'll reflect when we're talking DraftKings too. But in, in the bets, in the one and dones, things like that, you know, you got er, everything really is on Hideki's side from playing last week, the, the setup here, the course history he's got, just winning it last year, all these factors that, you know, he goes off in the afternoon if you want that as, as sort of in your favor. He doesn't see if there's that wind does pick up in the morning. He's off in the afternoon. Like there, there's a lot of good things in Hideki. Hideki's favor, and I don't think he ends up as popular as Kim, Henley, some of the others. Oh, no. If I, and I'll tweet out the, once the everything locks, we can right. see what goes on in terms of the ownerships, because uh, they're just released right away. It's like DraftKings, once it starts, it starts, and you can't change your pick anymore. But I would wager, if Henley's going to be the highest, I'd say he's probably like 13, 14, 15%. Kim, Sungjae, they'll be up there as well. Mm-hmm. Connors will be pretty popular, I think. I would wager Hideki's like sub 5 like nice. with the potential to be like two percent, yeah. I, I guess in the, in the one and done, not on draft. Yeah, I've heard some people taking shots this week on like Mav McNeely and Taylor Montgomery. Well, like, where I, are you going to use I, them? I, it, I have more. I would prefer, and we'll talk through this in a second, to use those guys on DraftKings. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I also don't think McNeely, McNeely's good on the West Coast swing. So, I mean, we've got a lot of time that we can still use a guy like him. Montgomery, I guess, if you want to roll the dice, now would be the time because I don't think anyone's going to be, you know, overall, I don't think we're going to see a lot of ownership go to him in DFS or in the one and done. So I could see that where people want to go. Cam Davis is getting some love this week. I don't really see much else beyond that, Pat. I believe he was, I looked at the golf digest column that I do. I believe he was Rick's pick to win this week. Taylor Montgomery, the flea market. 
<laughs> People like him. I, I like him. He's good. Yeah. But oh, I mean, he is good. When, when Jeff and I talked through like his potential this week, and listen, I'm wrong all the time, but I think I would rather have him at Farmers, a place where when he goes out and hits at 340, it really makes a difference. And it doesn't seem like it does here. It, it definitely hasn't seemed that way here. And then the other part of it is, like you said, you just got to wait. And I, I don't know. I, don't, I always feel like I want to wait and see a little bit. I don't need to wait and see in DFS. But for something like one and done, we have these other picks <laughs> that aren't that far off the board that are just still not getting enough ownership likely where you can just pick them, move on, and have somebody that you feel good about. The other one that I did want to bring up, played last week, not hearing a ton of buzz about him. And he's actually buried for whatever reason. I guess his odds didn't import onto the one and done page. Is KH Lee. He just, he rates out really well for me. We're going to play the all-Asian lineup this week. Yes. He's, yeah. he's fourth in my very short-term modeling. He, he looks fine to me. And, I, no I like him more him. on DraftKings because 8,700. But again, same thing. I wanted to, no, no one's going down really to that level. And if they were, it's probably, if you're doing comparative DraftKings pricing versus that, it means nothing. I'm just saying if you're going to that range that they're being classified in, I think people would go to Cam Davis. I'd be interested to you. I wonder if they have a head-to-head out for that because they're both in the same like range. Wonder if there is why are K okay, no, we're getting KH Lee versus I don't like how DraftKings does that. They instead of the tournament matchups, pre tournament, yeah, uh, they have KH Lee versus Adam Scott in terms of a head to head. And KH Lee is a minus one twenty favorite over Adam Scott here. Cameron Davis, for example, is in his head to head matchup, his matchup with Andrew Putnam, and it's even on both sides at minus one ten. Yeah, I don't really love either of those. Like to pick a side in them. I don't no, but care. I'm just saying like for, I know what you're for, saying. For, for I, I would rather I would want to see, like you said, KH Lee versus Cam Davis as an as an example there. But I think just looking at that, that would say that Cam Davis or that KH Lee would be a favorite over Cam Davis. I think he should. Back. I think he should be. I would. I was going to say if it was anywhere close to even, I'd be taking KH Lee over Cam Davis. So KH Lee, let's add him to the list this week. Kyun Hyun Lee. All right. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, 
thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you have not signed up for the Pat Mayo Experience, DraftKings Listeners League, as of yet, there are 700 spots remaining. We need to start filling this a bit quicker. I know it's early in the season. People are pensive. Last week, everyone joined the one and done. We did end up filling it. There's 2,500 spots. We fill it up by the end of the day we'll probably get three thousand for next week and what's an awesome field at pga west like yeah. nine of the top 20 in the world when david lingmurth wins it's going to be pretty embarrassing for all of them <laughs> but here we are yeah i just need him first round leader i could do first round leader next week although i guess it's a weird course rotation next week isn't this it? is the spot right here i think it was like 140 or something so that's not bad check it out all right so let's talk DraftKings. what is your lean this week just overall like when you take a look at the pricing we're going to build through some lineups do you think this is a course where you have to go got two guys over ten thousand, one guy over ten thousand? because historically i don't think you do i think like building in the like nines and upper eights has generally been the play here and i only say that because when you see the quality of winner and the quality of this field and how this course actually sets up this is a wedge and putting fest and there's guys down in the six thousands that are gonna make some runs if they have a hot putter that, yeah, you can get away with stars and scrubs. I'm just saying that the stars are no lock to be great here. Yeah, so that's a good point you brought up. I think the one most interesting point to that is, like, you dropped the 6K range in that sentence, is that you can play Tom Kim and Sung JM and still not need to go anywhere near the 6K, the way it sets up. And then there's, like, 30 guys from 7K to 7,600 that you can mess around with where they just can't all get ownership. So you can still be unique in this setup and format while playing the top two guys if you think they're the guys. Let's say, let's say we do think they're the guys. Let's start our lineup. Tom Kim, Sung JM. We have $7,300 remaining afterwards. So Poston, Svensson, Mac Hughes, Ben Griffin. Does that fit? <laughs> okay. Poston, Svensson, Mac Hughes. No, Poston no. 77. You so drop down to 6500 bucks. Because I feel like I like all those guys. Yeah, I'm $800 short. Ben Griffin wouldn't fit. Is there anyone $6,500? Actually, there is a guy, Cole's Hole, who I found down at the bottom. Uh, when I looked at I have really no sort of idea who Eric Cole is. Oh, I thought you said Cole, so I thought you were going to talk about Cole Hammer because he's $6,500. You but... say, no, Eric Cole is $6,200. Okay. Um, no, not on my list. 27th at Mayakoba, 35th in Houston, 39th at RSM to end the year. Sucks off the tee. Like, he's basically like the poor man's Denny McCarthy. 
is what we're looking at, except at the RSM in Houston, gained an average of two and a half strokes on approach, gaining around the greens. He's had two big spike putting weeks on Bermuda as well, that if you're going to take a chance down here, like I, like I said, I don't really know anything about this guy, but this course off the tee is mitigated somewhat. Like it's, you know, distance and accuracy. You can hit it out of the rough here. I, I hear reports like, oh, you know, the rough. It's, you know, it's really tough. Like guys don't hit the fairway here anyway, yet the green regulation percentage is way above average. Like how bad could the rough really be? Right. Like get to your spot on the left. You want to come in from the left side, come in from the left side. You'll be good to go. There was just a guy I saw down here that like no one's going to use. He'll be sub 1%. He doesn't seem like the worst play in the world. Seems pretty bad to me, but no, I mean you're not looking at it properly. I, I see what you're he saying, was, and he, it does look okay from that perspective. He's additionally, he, he was third at the Corn Ferry Tour Championship as well. Like yeah. he earned his card. You can definitely take a shot on guys like that. My thing is always, and I'll stick to it. People probably watching this for the first time just hear my insight on it. Is I always say this: people in PGA DFS, I think this is one of the biggest errors people make. Actually, is they look for their diamond in the rough play. Got him, Eric Cole. You know they're they're looking for it, and he, and but even when they find it. It doesn't help them because he's a way bet for you. He's a way, go bet him top 40. He's a probably a great number at a top 40 bet. That's realistic. That's how you make money on this idea that you have or theory in your head. But what you're going to go do is jam with these five guys. You're not going to play them enough lineups to get the right combination. And then you're like, well, my guy Cole got there, but of course, Spieth or Sungjae or someone didn't come are through. You, are you daring me to play 100% Eric Cole? Yeah, do it. Go 20 max and lock him in. If you're going to do it, at least do that, I think is more my point. I know others sprinkle him in and I get that or some will take him and build him and say, I just want my five best plays with Cole. To your point, this lineup right here, if it hits, that's awesome. And I like if you do it that way, but if not, I think you need to commit to it more. I think people should be betting these more than they should be actually plugging them in to their DFS lineups. He's only plus 260. But you have a great, you, you have conviction that he can win you 200 grand in a tournament. It's true. Be- beating thousands and th- tens of thousands of people. All right, well, who's the crappiest player you would throw in? Because Ryan Armour, David Lingmurth, and Ben Taylor all rate out really well for me. Yeah, I think Lingmurth, Armour, like, I just don't think you need to get that crazy. I mentioned Sam Ryder earlier. I don't have a problem with him. Robbie Shelton right there at 7K. I guess my, my point was, and I don't love all these guys, but just to give an example, in that build, it won't be the most popular. Some of these guys are picking up steam, but you can get, like, Hubbard, Shelton, Jaeger, Sig, Todd, pick your guys. I'm just saying, and you mentioned some others that are right there with Hughes and Svensson. You just have to drop down. Like, let's take Poston out of that build, who I really like Poston. I'm just saying when you take him out, it puts your average to 7,100. Now you can pretty much do whatever you want. You said Ben Griffin, right? He's 73? He's 73. And then it lands on armor. Like that to me is a way better lineup. And the 2v2 is Cole and Poston or armor and Griffin. Yeah, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds a lot more reasonable. Well, then it looks like it's a real lineup that you might be able to win a tournament with. Yeah, but what if Eric Cole wins? Then you've got the (laughs) top 40 bet plus 260. (laughs) Make it even worse on yourself. So, yeah, Kim, M, Griffin, Hughes, Svensson, Armour. That's not bad. Carl Wan is down here as well. I don't know what to make of him. Like, he just wins tournaments on the Corn Ferry Tour. Hasn't been good so far. He's been awful. He putts like he's fucking Luke List. Yeah. That, he just that, loses six strokes per tournament on the green. I don't know how he ever won a tournament. I mean, here's the thing. Good, good cup. Like, the last couple, 39, 35th. Four, four, what is it? Uh, actually, seven of eight rounds in the 60s. Yeah. So you it's, get it's that really all weird. four under. I mean, he's fine to me, too. He's 6,800. This this range here, like I said, you got Lingmurth. Our, our Canadian guy, Nick Taylor, falls in for me. I'm he not, was a 36-hole leader here like two years ago. Yeah. You're the Cooch one, I think. I don't mind him at all. I think he got 11th last time he played here. He's okay, but I mean, before the last couple events out, it was 23rd, 19th, and 6th. At least we know, and he's winner. We've, we've got upside. Yeah, so. t- two-time winner on the PGA Tour at courses that kind of resemble this one. 
He won at Pebble, which... Pro Am, yeah, AT and T. Yeah, he won, but yeah. I mean, it's a very Good. short. Oh course. yeah, it represents it. That's what I mean. Easier yeah. setup. So what was the other one that he won? Did he win Sanderson? I think I, he won Sanderson. I think it like, was Sanderson. But the like other thing too, six years ago, watching his uh, Canadian brethren get the job done lately. He's watching Mac Hughes. He's watching Adam Svensson. It's time for. Is it time for Nick Taylor to get back in the winner's circle? Is it just a, all Canadians are going to win this year at some point? I don't know, but here's here's shout the out Roger Sloan. Oh, Glidgic, don't forget. Let's do this, Pat. I, I like this setup because I, I got the lineup right I, in front I think, of me. I think that guy lost his tour card. No, I think I think he's in this tournament. Gleeglick? I'm almost positive. Yeah, he oh, is. Yeah, he's here. He's 6,400. 6, <laughs> but, but listen to this, okay? Armor can go down to our guy Nick Taylor, and all you have to do to get JT Poston is pick the Canadian you want to sub out because we have Svensson, Hughes, and Taylor in it now. Would you rather sub out Svensson or Mac Hughes to get posted because we're subbing in Nick Taylor? I, I think this is an interesting discussion between these two guys only because I think Hughes has a better chance to win this tournament. I also think he has a better chance to miss the cut. Okay. If that tracks for you. like I, I put more faith in Svensson's ball striking. Yes, he can always pop me out of a tournament. But he's, you know, he had a nice run here. He had, you know, he won during the swing season. The putter's been a lot better. It was not good last week. Although, even just to hear Russell Henley discuss everything that's going on with him, that the greens are just totally different. Like, these are flat greens this week. Last week, like, if you don't understand, like, the, it's a lot like a gut. Like, that when people make the Augusta comparison with Kapalua, a lot of it is the uneven lies. Obviously, Kapalua is a super easy course. The Masters generally is not a super easy course. But the uneven lies and the greens. The greens are huge and they're weirdly undulating mm-hmm. the entire time. These are not. These are like heritage greens. They're just completely flat. So your bad putting performances aren't going to be as pronounced, and you can turn it around. Like that's essentially what Henley was saying. That oh, I don't care that I putted so poorly last week. I know I can come out and putt well at Wiley. Maybe the same thing can go with Svensson. So I'm good with keeping Svensson in. So that would go Kim, M, Svensson, Taylor, Poston, and Armor, and Griffin. Oh, and Griffin. That's what I mean. You didn't have to do much. All we did is sub Canadian for Canadian, and it actually got a little bit better on the numbers. And you went from, you know, Hughes to Taylor, but you get to go from, who do we have before? Uh, Poston from Hughes. Yeah. So uh, if you were to play the double stack up top, Kim and M, would you sub out Kim and or M for Spieth or Matsuyama? You could. Uh, I think. Like, the- would, would you want to? I, I would go for Matsuyama, personally. I, you know, the more I looked at it as the week went on with Spieth and stuff like that, like I said, he shows up fine, but it's more of the guys below him I don't see being that much different, and then the guys above I like a lot more. So uh, I like the three guys at the top, Kim, Im, Matsuyama, and then, you know, the one thing about that, Pat, is it does skip the range where Harmon, Connors, Henley are all getting ownership. So I think most people, and we'll go there, but most people are actually starting with pick my guy up top, then go to my guy in the 9K range, and then drop down. Which uh, listeners league should we do for football? Do we want to do Saturday, Sunday, Monday? No. I would do the, the Saturday slate. Or, sorry, do the Sunday slate, the three-gamer. What, what about Saturday, Sunday? If it, can you do a five-game? I, I thought I only saw the six-game slate, the two-game slate, and the three-game slate. Well, they're asking me right now. Let me, let me go click on NFL for a second to see what pops but, up. But there. everybody loves Sunday, and it's a three. Is there a Sunday with Monday? Because that would be fun. No, there's, there's, there's so. a, there is a six-gamer. Yeah, the six-gamer is there. You could do it for that, too. People like having all the options. The only reason Monday is going to be a whole different story because they're going to make it an incredible contest. It's literally America's favorite team, the Cowboys, versus bandwagon Brady fans that are out there for Tom Brady. So that, that's going to be a big slate in itself. I'll, I'll leave it to you. Sunday only or Saturday, Sunday? I, I like Sunday only. All right. Sunday only it is. That'll be the listeners' league for 
DraftKings yeah. this week. If you play Matsuyama as your very first guy in, you can start eating some of this chalk in the nine if you wanted to. Like, if you yeah. wanted to play Herman or you wanted to play Henley, I do feel like Hideki is the right guy to go to as the first piece of that. Instead of being like, oh, my my team this week is Henley, Herman, and I don't know who's the other popular guy. Cam Davis. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Do you think people just start? You can start Henley, Herman pretty easily. That's what I'm saying. And that's why, again, if, if I'm going Hideki, maybe I'm going to Connors and just skipping those two and still getting that build. Now, I want to pick up the chalk, the guys that you like, maybe in the 7K range that now all fit. So in terms of overall ownership, I have a feeling, like here's a big discrepancy I'm seeing on Fantasy National right now. Calculated ownership projection for Tom Kim is 23%. But he's currently, and this is from 5,000 lineups that have already been generated, he appears in almost 40% of them. Like he, when we get to lock and Tom Kim is like 35% owned, I'm not going to be super stunned. I have him leaning more in the 25 to 30 range. Do you my th- stuff. So. What, like, what would you say the percentage is that he cracks 30% in like the giant $5, $20, whatever it is? I don't know that he'll get there, but I, I definitely he, have him on the high. I could, I could tell you that he's, I, I like to range it. I could range it 27.5 to 30 more than I feel about 25 to 27.5. Like I feel I have him trending up on my stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially in the higher dollar, smaller field stuff, I just think it's, again, you got to remember too, M is going to be where people pivot to. And I don't know how. I'm seeing M at. 22%. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying in the higher stakes stuff, you may see it where M flips them even, and it becomes like a 22 Tom Kim and a 27 Sung JM. Uh, it's just what I've seen in the past. So I, I could say that. Just going back real quick, though, because you mentioned it, you know, you talked about that Hideki lineup. I did what you wanted and it actually fills it out, leaves 100 bucks on the table. Let, you, can go, you can go Hideki, eat the Henley chalk, and then play all the guys you said earlier, Poston, Svensson, Hughes, Griffin. Now, those are guys that I like this week. For sure, yeah, just in do, your do, mind. Do, do you have guys in that range that you like? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up here, some of my guys in that range. Like the, the Poston one looks good. The more ownership you attach to it, the worse it becomes. He so, definitely stands out in this range. So he does stand out in this range, but I'm not seeing an overwhelming amount of ownership on him, which is the weird thing. Just because it's a difficult range to get to, like especially with, with the way that people want to jam in some of these plays at the top that you kind of have to skip the low eights, high sevens from what I'm seeing yeah. shake down. Like I have post and projected at 7%. I have Denny at more. I have English at more, Smalley at more, Kitayama at more. And then you go down, Spenson and Hughes are sucking up some of the ownership down there as well. And everyone loves Russell Knox at 7,200 bucks. Yeah. I'll put post and above all those guys in ownership that you said. But um, what's it going to be, 10%? Maybe. No, I got him at like about 12. I got, I've got him 10 to 12 and a half. That's where I'll fit I don't him. think that's killing you in a Hideki lineup. Oh, it's definitely not hurting you at all in any of those. Lines. Like Again, it's not who you play. It's how you play him. We're with Hideki's starting point. You're already skipping Kim, Matsuyama. You're not putting Harmon, Connors, those guys in the middle. Like, you can get away with it. I'm just saying for that range. The one thing I think that's pulling away from it, though, is how much do you believe that guys like Smalley and Harris English are actually going to get the ownership, it says, and it doesn't just pile on to Poston as the safer play at 7,700. I don't know if people see Poston as a safer play. I don't believe he's a safer play than those guys. I don't. What the what Some of the factors, though. Played last week, right? Scored okay. Did did well there. The price tag is less than the... Like, it's, it's right there at 7,700. It's a very fair price tag. And then you go and look 
at some of the other stuff, just the stats and things, he pops you in look that at as the well. Stat, but there's one thing that you can look at that's going to get people completely off of him and just look at how he is finished. It hasn't been very good, as opposed to Smalley, who's riding in with three consecutive yeah. top 11 finishes. I, I like, do believe, I think, there's yeah. good, I think there's good cases to be made for the other players in that range as well, and that's why I think it ends up pretty flat. I was just going to say, it may make it more flat. That's It's all about what that's exactly what I'm saying. No one needs these guys to win. They're playing them as sort of, we talked about, these are third or fourth guys in, in some cases, so you're fine with it, but I do see people going there because of that. I, I've got a harder time believing the English ownership because I know Smalley, Kitayama, and Poston are right there, and I feel like more are going to them. I do still think it will be pretty balanced, but I just see I could see English come in at a little bit lower. What are you seeing Harris English at right now? Uh, in lineups, 12%. Calculated ownership, 7%. Yeah, I lean more to the lower number there. So it's just a note there to make. And but I'll, but I'll I do it. have Smalley as the highest of those guys. Yeah, uh, it's, I think it's Smalley or Poston. Depends on where people end up. I like Kitayama still. I was going to say, I think more people play Kitayama than play Poston. I've got it the opposite there. I still think Poston over Kitayama for ownership. by Again, it's not much. 3%. But, but you also have other guys sucking away from it as well. Like Woodland is going to get ownership. Yep. Like he's not going to be 2% owned. He's going to be 7% owned. So, yeah, so that's going to take away. And if you go look at like... My modeling loves Hayden Buckley. I was just going to say Buckley. I, was, I had my thing. I was just, and don't forget Buckley right there who people are going to move to as well. But like you said, the good news is this is the whole point why people get so drawn up and it, like, oh, Poston at 12% or, oh, Smalley at 12%. I'm not playing that chalk. He's 12%. 88% of the tournament's deciding not to play him. You, you, you can play him, and there's lots of ways to get different with him. So that's where I think people is get by playing Eric Cole? You can do whatever you Carolina want if you play Eric Hurricane Cole. Hurricane sensation, oh, Eric God. Cole. You, Play, playoff <laughs> game-winning goal master, Eric you, Cole. You can play him if you want, but uh, I, I don't think it's going to go over too well. So let's see who else we got here. And th- then you talk about the next range, Pat, like Svensson. He's going to pull, but but you've got other guys around him that are going to pull away. So who are some of the lower-owned plays you're seeing here that you liked? That I like? Ugh. I mean, even Ben Griffin's going to push double digits. Everything kind of lines up really well for him. Low owned guys that I like here. I'm shocked more people aren't playing Kirk. I was going to say, I, I will just say two things first. So I was going to bring up the Kirk one. He's on my list for sure. Uh, so are the Brendan and the Brendans. Yeah. Bren, the Steels and the Todds of the world. I prefer Steel over Todd at this tournament. I prefer Todd, but I like them both. So I will say that. Uh, but Ben Griffin, like, look, we, we know what this guy can do. We know, but uh, what was his lead that he blew? Uh, Bermuda six. When, when power. No, but I mean, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I think when it was power, the, yeah. also it was a big, it was a big lead. So listen, can, I'm not asking Ben Griffin to win here. No, definitely I'm not. Se- Seventy three hundred. I I don't feel if he gets you know put. This is one where again people it's kind of contr- on the contrary of what I just said earlier. But it's not. I'm not going off the ten points versus twelve points here. I'm saying I feel like him getting anywhere near double digits could be bad in the range that he's in. Look, Capability, sure. Setup, maybe. But again, look at the guys around him. Well, here's the. Here, I think here's the perfect 1v1, $100 difference in price. Everyone likes Ben Griffin this week. He's been very consistent. He rates out well for what we're looking for. I currently have Troy Merritt projected at 1% ownership. Right. Who's $100 less. Yep. Is he more volatile? Absolutely. Has he won on the PGA Tour? Multiple times. And has the upside, the birdie-making yeah. ability, can putt. Like, there, like If you catch Merritt in the right week, he's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I agree with you fully. Also, my guy, never forget about Jager bombs. This, this guy's right there. Again, he might get similar ownership, but when you're looking at Knox and Griffin, I'm okay with taking a guy like Jager, Merritt, those guys right here in this range the I, same. I don't understand how Steven Jager has good... I mean, it's all putting. Based, putting and chipping is the only thing. Like He is on a run of eight consecutive events where he's lost strokes on approach, and he's missed one cut over that time. Yeah, <laughs> That's insane. Guys, he's, he's very good. Remember, he was the first... 
he was number one, sorry, coming out of his Corn Ferry Tour class. And people just overlooked it because of the other name value of some of the other dudes. We've seen Steven Yeager throw up 59 bomb. I think it was the same day that Furyk, Furyk threw his, up the 58. Or yeah. was it 58 or 50? I can't remember. But he, it was like, oh, Steven Yeager's incredible. And like, wait a minute, old Jimmy Furyk, he took over. And it was like, oh, 15 seconds of fame for, for Yeager. But he, he's there. The other guy I was on, I got him in our draft, actually, is David Lipsky. He was my last pick of the draft. Got some good cor- correlation course history that sets up well. He rates out well. Stats look good. And, um, you know, the price, 7100 I can I can get there. And then I mentioned Shelton and Hubba Hubbard down there as well at, at 7100 I was surprised Hubbard was so low. People always want to play him. And now he's coming in at maybe 3%. Who's the other guy who's down there? People really like Chesson Hadley this week. He's oh. the one who seems to be getting a lot of ownership. The guy is like around 5-ish percent. I mean, Ben Taylor is rating out really well for us on Fantasy National, and it's pushing up his ownership on the site. I don't think he's really going to be 8% owned. I would say he's more like 3% owned. But it looks like he's shaping up to be a good play, I guess. I've I've got him in the 3 to 5% range, so that that would be pretty pretty accurate there. What do you have Semikawa at? I think I put him at 2 and just C, but I don't even think it gets there. He's the number one world. He was like the number one amateur in the world. So So is Nakajima for 100 bucks more. Is he? I mean, he's Nakajima's in the. You want a, a little narrative-based thing? They dropped the hint that the Netflix doc. I'm, it sounds like from some behind-the-scenes guys are saying it's going to be mid-February when this this documentary drops, and Nakajima is the feature in it. At the time of recording, he was the world number one amateur. Okay, well, this Semikawa guy. Se- Semi's here. Higa's here. There's a, there's other guys here that people are are going to go to and just play, but they're only going to get. You know, Katsu's here. They're, they're going to get 1% or, or something like are, that. Are they worth playing? I don't play them. I okay. mean, if I was playing any, it would be Nakajima. He showed up at, what was it, the Zozo? Yeah, he was 12th the Zozo. I mean, that was, that's a, not the easiest field It's a real, it's a real it. event, though. To me, it's like decent enough where if I was going to boost someone and play them, I would do it again. Can I do it over Nick Taylor, you know, Ling Mirth, some of the other guys ben, I'm willing to ben take Martin. shots on? Are you in on Cole Hammer? I'm not. Same reason. Great talents that are like some of these guys are going to turn out to be excellent talents. Cole Hammer's been touted forever as is the guy that's going to be next up. But we still have other guys, and, and he's probably touted more and better. But just bringing it down, there's still people this week that are going to play Ekrot. There's still people, and it's small percentages. You can get different with these guys and, and use them. Tyson Alexander, Austin Smotherman. So I, I did the deep dive on Tyson Alexander. Go for it. So he came third, second at, at Houston, whatever it was. And I went and looked. He won back-to-back on the Corn Ferry Tour in consecutive years at another course that I believe is in Houston. Okay. So if it's in Houston, play Tyson Alexander. I don't think he's ever done anything in any other tournament outside that. Yeah, H is for Houston, not for Hawaii with him. So we'll leave him out. So, all right. I mean, other people will play guys down there. But then, then you've got the grizzled vets. You've got Brian Stewart. You've got Ryan Armour, who we talked about earlier. You've got some of those guys down in this range that I think actually do get a little bit of ownership again not enough to talk about to say don't play the i guess that's where people get it confused to me sometimes we're like oh he's got ownership you can't play him it's not what we're saying we're just trying to figure out where the field may end up and then how can we build differently against that that's what we've been looking at here right so did, did you want to do just to get back on track do you want to do a play the best plays lineup yeah because you i think that almost in our going forward and again people can continue to comment we'll we'll shape the show for the people it's the content for the people we, we want to do it the right way but i think that's always a good starting point like what does the best lineup look like because i will tell you pat last week in at least most of the stuff besides like the major tw- whatever the 20 or 15 dollar was with the, the most in the field mm-hmm. most of the tournaments that were sort of hundred dollar 200 dollar buy-in or, or in that range 50 to that range were one with just the best plays lineup that actually didn't even feature morikawa 
Which you is know, crazy. You know what was it. my biggest mistake? Was sending you how much I was winning Saturday night. Yeah, that was definitely a that was, mistake. That was something I should not do again. At a no cut? Yeah. Definitely not. It, if you it, had a cut, at least there's hope to it where it's okay. You've already got 80 to 90% of the field out of it, which is my take this past week on the Xander thing. We burned so many lineups anyway on stuff that, you know, you can just play some of these lineups and take on the risk tolerance because you're going to have this week. If, if you got 20% six to six, you're laughing. I don't care how it ends up. I mean, I'm still happy. If it's 30%, you say no, you're not. You still have hope, at least. Most cases, weeks, we're seeing 5 to 10%, 6 to 6. I'm going to be happy with that number, and you're still burned 80% of your lineup. So we just got to build accordingly. What do you see where people start with Tom Kim and then Henley? I, I think that's the most logical starting point Tom Kim and either Henley, Herman, or Connors. Pick your poison. So let's. I mean, do, you, do you like Hoagie at all? No. Okay. And it has nothing to do with the narrative of the you know going to the game and then flying back. Like I mean, was, I, I can't imagine that helps. Maybe not. I don't think there's enough time to set in for it to matter. But at the same time, the, here's I, what I, I would worry I, about more. He literally just won a million dollars. He's like, you know, it's a pretty it, good you know, setup. You, well, here's the thing. If he went to the national championship game on Monday and he just won a million bucks, you know, old craps Tom Hoagie went to the <laughs> casino until 6 a.m. that night. Also, he's coming off a career best performance with his irons. He's not going to replicate that. I'm not saying he's going to lose strokes. But at the same time, like, the, pri- the price factor matters too. Yes. Again, we play a salary-based game. The guy's ninety-nine hundred bucks. Will his ownership be lower because of that? Yes. But again, look where you're jamming him in with Hideki. Speed. Yeah, for two hundred dollars. Okay, I guess that's a one. If someone offered you a minus one hundred five to a plus one hundred five bet, Hideki versus Hoagie at any tournament, is there any chance you would ever take Hoagie? No, that's just me. But what is it? Do you? What? Sorry, what's the Hoagie odds? You, who's he against in your matchups right now that you uh, see? Him? On DraftKings Sportsbook, Hoagie is against. No, it says Hoagie. I want Hoagie. Uh, Hoagie is up against Russell Henley, and he is an underdog. <laughs> yeah, as, as he should be, I guess. But Yeah, but that's, if he was up against Hideki, he oh. would also be an underdog. Also, if it's a repeat, it could be a blowout, because that's a Georgia Bulldog versus a TCU. <laughs> that, that could be the setup there, so you, you can get it, but uh, I, I don't see much else. Paul, you have a question. Is it about playing Keegan Bradley? No. Um, more importantly, Hoagie's up against the Anderkers this week. That is true. He is up against the Anderkers. Hoagie Beach, as Tim is calling him. And no, you got to hit too many putts. It's all dog matchups, man. Harmon, hey, I got Harmon up against him, too. He's a big fave. Like, these are, these are spots that you could go to. We, we can talk about Tom Hoagie's uh, lack of putting prowess, but when he needed to make that 30-footer on 17 to bury me and Spieth at Pebble <laughs> last year, he made it. No problem. Yeah, that's how it always Not works. an issue for him. <laughs> I think, what, what, going back to I think if we I think Tom Kim is the start, right? And Kim, if, I think Kim Henley is the move. I think it makes sense. If we did need money and somehow needed 100 or 200 bucks, we could angle for Harmon or Connors, but I think most are starting with Henley and Tom Kim. Svensson Griffin. You really think Griffin's getting this? Like, the more you keep saying him like he's a lock to get in there is, I think, the worse of a play he is. See, I I think you can go Tom... I mean, we're building a play-the-best-plays lineup, right? So yeah. I, think, I think you go... I'm just saying, do you think... I know you're doing it because you like him. Like, you, you mentioned it earlier. You said it yourself. These are the guys I like. But do you really think the general public is going like, bam, value play, Ben Griffin, best play, jam him in? I, I just don't know. If he is, I feel like he's a really bad I, I think I, mean, I think more people will take Knox. Okay. So, uh, but I have both of them in this lineup. That's why I use Ben Griffin because this works out. You can go Kim Henley, Svensson, Griffin, Knox, and have seventy seven hundred bucks. So you can have Smalley, or you could actually can't afford Smalley. You can afford Kitayama, Poston, Woodland, Gordon, like that range. There's nobody at seventy three hundred, right? Oh, Ben Griffin is who we're talking about. I, I think it's this. I think it's uh... like if I go look at who people are playing, it's not Knox is the lowest priced, highest owned guy. So I think it's Tom Kim Henley. 
Svensson, Knox, Griffin, Poston. It's not an order, but that's that fills yeah, up the money. I mean, that, that that fills it out. I mean, we cannot use Ben Griffin. It does beat what I was what, anything we've looked at so far from the from building out. Okay. I'm sure projections like Ben Griffin this week. Yeah, he's he's okay. Uh, that's why I asked. I should see who else is there just instead. But um, Grace, Grace, Grace and Sig Grace. a little bit. Pat and Kazire. So what you could do instead of know. doing that, if we're going to try to build this out a little bit more. I'm just not seeing ownership on any of these guys. Like, do, you, do you think I, I like you? I like. I mean, you could go to Bob Shelton. You like Bob Shelton? Yeah. Let's take let's take Griffin down to Shelton. What does that? And then do you can use us? like Grio if you wanted to. Oh, who's the? There's somebody else instead of Poston. Yes, yeah, so, I mean you. You can have more, but you have eight thousand bucks now. Who is it? Grillo and uh, Putnam. Putnam. And Putnam. That's who people are using. So you can go Kim Henley Putnam. Yeah. Svensson Shelton Knox. And that goes another seven points on top of what we just did. So there's the again. It's just I don't trust these projections. I just go off of the idea of yeah. What no, no, others no, no, are thinking? How they're going against it. You can adjust play. it accordingly, but that's just a note to look at. Like when you're seeing this stuff and you're trying to compare, this is what it thinks is a better lineup than anything else that we've looked at. So it's Tom Kim Henley. Then it goes with Andrew Putnam. Drops down to Svensson, Knox, and Robbie Shelton. Is Robbie Shelton sixth man in? Like, who cares? Well, this is a fun. This is what we did last week, and I think it worked out pretty well. Wait, we have Tom Kim in almost every lineup so far. That's always fun. So let's rebuild the shell of what we have. So this is a play the best play, probably pretty high ownership lineup. Obviously, mm-hmm. how do we get different based off this lineup? Like, where do we go? Well, who's Tom Kim's matchup? I'm actually curious about this. I, be- I believe it's Sungjae. Sungjae. Or it's no one. Tom Kim, Sung Jay, and Sung Jay is the favorite. Yeah, I've got an it's, opposite actually. I got a. I, I mean, Kim I, is the favorite. I, I would like Tom Kim more, but I'm just saying by the odds, it's Sung Jay minus one fifteen, Tom Kim minus one hundred five at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, I'll say it again because I said it earlier, maybe didn't catch on, but just so people know, I I do think the higher stakes you go, the more you're gonna see the, him. Sung Jay is gonna the flip more, Kim I mean, quite like, a bit. Like I think it could be like twenty two thirty. Or something in in something like a hundred dollar single entry or above. I will tell you, I would find the extra two hundred dollars to play Tom Kim over Sungjae. Just keep it in mind. I don't think you need to play the guy you want to play and you think is going to win. But I'm saying I think because of the way people set up their lineups, it's not about the two hundred bucks. I think they're just going to say it's too much for Tom Kim. Sungjae makes sense. Let's go to Sungjae, and you can talk yourself into it, the projections. All these things like it. I think they're both good plays, but just of note. So going back to our previous lineups with having both, How but, much- I, but I think the the key here, Pat, is to take Tom Kim out. See, I was going to say, here's, here's a move that I don't mind. Okay, what do you got? Instead of keep Tom Kim in, okay. get rid of Henley, go down to Horschel, and then move Putnam up to Keith Mitchell. Maybe. Because uh... I'm seeing like that your report on Billy Horschel killed his ownership for the week. By the way, <laughs> I hope I didn't kill anything, but I, I always put the source. I'm just, you know, like I said, passing information along. I'm not, I had to source. text you. Like I already had money on Billy Horschel. What the hell is going on here? So that was legit. We said we we're going to talk about it a little bit. Or the first one we talked about was Harmon being maybe a bad bet. The second thing we said we were going to talk about at the top of the show was the Horschel stuff. It came out at sports illustrated golf verified their writer. Everything's it's an article. It's Billy Ho himself saying, can't get my shit together. Like the nine under is great and all, but I'm going to take the week off and get back, figure out things with my coach. I believe his coach is, Something Thompson. I can't remember. Andy Thompson, Drew Thompson. Either way, I forget his name. He just said, I'm going to go back to him. If you don't know and it sounds like he's not going. who coaches who, can you even play PGDFS? No. And you have to be good at golf, too. <laughs> but, you know, the point would be here, when you go back to it, 
he said that. Now, when Rob Bolton, our guy that we follow on Twitter for all the withdrawal notifications, like nothing official came out. I said, we'll wait and see till we get official. I assume he's in. He's posting Instagram stuff about him being there, his group setup. I think he's with Hideki and Spieth now. Everyone's past villain, Billy Horschel, is now everyone's hero in the group. Spieth, Matsuyama, all the fan favorites. Billy Horschel in the mix as well. But yeah, if he's going to play, the ownership is not there. Do you like Billy Horschel here? Yeah, I, I, I do. Still, I, I mean, still don't a, like him. There's a reason that I bet him. I think that he's actually a good play. If he's here to win, which I assume if he's teeing off, he is, yeah. I think he's an excellent play at 9%. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think all these guys up top are here to win. I just don't know if he's the guy that's going to do it. So it's I mean, I, I really liked what I saw from him outside of the first round last week. He, he, got, he got his rounds in. We know he can turn on the hot putter at any time. This is a good driving course for him. I think it makes a lot of sense, and he's a very good price. Let's try this build, then. That build fits, by the way, and it's second best one we've done so far. And of note, like I said, you've got Horschel way lower owned. You've got, um, you know, Tom Kim as the starting point, but no Henley, Harmon, Connors, no M. Like, you're missing other pieces, no Poston, like, none of some, no Griffin. We, we have all kinds of difference difference makers, sorry, in this lineup, and it's, it usually goes 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 7, no 6K guy. So we've kind of hit on this a little bit about these guys in the, like, we haven't put KH Lee into a lineup yet. We haven't put Taylor Montgomery or Mav McNeely, Billy Horschel, like any of these guys. I think those are all good plays. I just don't know how to use them this week. Yeah, well, I guess that's a good point to bring up. One thing that we've severely overlooked, I think, and, you know, Paul didn't have a question on Keegan Bradley, but should, should we get Paul's intake on Keegan Bradley? Paul, he's, he's the whisperer. Paul, Paul will just use Keegan Bradley. I made the mistake last week because I was way too excited to play Keegan Bradley because I didn't play in the swing season. <laughs> and, well, me and Pat had talked about it that, you know, he won in Japan, but that was the Far East. So the Northeast and the Far East is where you want Keegan Bradley. Yeah. So, but like, obviously. This, this is on the eastern part of Oahu, it looks like. Yeah. My, my problem is, and I thought about it when, like, he was doing literally nothing last week, is he just doesn't. I want him at hard tracks where, like, minus two is a good score. So he's got to hit too many putts to get to, like, minus 30. It is fair. The thing is, like, and talk about Russell Henley's comments with the putting and all that makes it a challenge. But what I was going to say is, he, you know, two, I think he's 12th here, two of the last three years. Yeah, he's been really good at this tournament. He's been fine here. And then you look at it like, okay, we overlooked Keegan, McNeely, Montgomery, K.H. Lee, Adam Scott. Even if people are Siwoo. going to Davis, Siwoo. Spawn, who had a great week last week. So all these plays are interesting to me. Should we see sort of go off that play the best now and see what we can do in this 9K range? Well, I guess my question to you is, can you start a lineup with Billy Horschel? Or is that just too stupid? Like Because I do, I do think that the top four guys in this tournament, Kim, Im, Hideki, and Spieth, this is why it makes no sense with the Brian Harmon odds now that they've dropped to 16 to 1. Like Those four guys are way better than everyone else. Right. And then once you get to Hoagie at 99... I don't see really that much of a difference between Tom Hoagie all the way down to fucking Grio. Like, they're all the same guy. So, of note, and I agree with you, Tom Kim and Sungjae builds, which we talked about already, pretty much leave 7,300 on the table for your last four spots. If you say, okay, but what about the thing about the narratives and the trends and last week and all that? Okay, Billy Horschel, Keegan Bradley, K.H. Lee. 7,500 left per player. And you've got three guys that played last week. If that's all that really matters. Spenson, Hughes, Griffin. Could the winner come out of that? You know, exactly. You've, you've got more ways to go here now. But you could also, I think it's, I think it's Poston. Nah, you can, well, you could. It's Poston you, with pick a guy and Griffin. And you only end up with, 
well, you end up with that way both ways, but I think Poston gets more popular. So I'm just using him in this example where who cares about the ownership if Poston does pick up steam because you've got a Horschel, Bradley, KH Lee start. Pick You said you picked Svensson. He yeah. did play last week. People like him this week. It lands you on Griffin and or, you can round it out. Or you can go Horschel, Bradley, KH Lee, Svensson, Hughes, Chris Kirk. Horschel, Bradley, KH Lee, Svensson, Hughes, Chris Kirk. And you have a hundred bucks left. Yeah. If that's a way that you wanted to play it. And I like that better. And so here's an example. That actually is our best projected lineup yet. Is it? What if you took out who projects better, Svensson or Hughes? Um, it's very close within a point as of now. So Hughes is better. Hughes is better. So take Svensson out and put Hayden Buckley in. It, it gives you less ownership too. Yeah. What's, uh, I forget his price now. 70. He's 76. Because you have that $100 left over. You go up from Svensson $100 onto Hayden Buckley. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. They've got him projected better. Who? Then Svensson. Buckley. Buckley, yeah. So that would make your lineup even better now. Yep. That's our best one. And on my stuff, it's an even 420 for those out there that like that. So I don't know if that's legal in Hawaii, though, is the problem. That, that might be the issue, but this, that's just what the points say. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the, I believe, the best projected version. So um, how close is that lineup to our best Tom Kim lineup so far? Is it like within five points? It's six points better. It's six points better. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I was saying, like, you still end up, uh, it's close. I, I guess the, the argument, though, what I was going to say is the one, it only got about two points better by going to Buckley. Mm-hmm. I don't think we needed the ownership discount. And my point was you could play five guys that played last week with Horschel, Bradley, Lee, and then some combination of Poston with a $7,500 Canadian and then drop down or Mac Hughes and Svensson with wherever it lands, and, and you end up with a pretty good lineup that way. So let's get back into this. Let's try to rejig this at the top. Let's say I don't want to play Keegan. Okay. Keegan, not for me. I want to play McNeely, Montgomery, Scott, or Cam Davis. Like that, I don't see a huge discrepancy between any of those guys, do you? No. Or you could take out Buckley, put in Griffin, and get up to Connors if you wanted to. And now it's Ho and Connors to start your lineup. Which I think if you add Connors to any of those chalky guys, it's a discount because no one's using Billy Horschel. Well, yeah. Also, then you're not starting with Horschel. You're starting with Connors. Yeah. And not that it matters. My point just being that that fits in there. So you could set it up that way. So you could go Connors, Horschel. Actually, this works out pretty well. Uh, and then it goes Griffin. It's, it's Horschel, yeah. Connors, Lee. Griffin, Hughes, Kirk. Yeah. And that's. Or just, Svensson or whoever you want at 7,500. Yeah. We're, we're just saying whoever you pick there, but. Or it could be Knox and Poston too, if you wanted it that way. Yeah. Either way, you end up with some guys that played last week, like in this lineup, Horschel, Connors, Lee, Hughes, and then it's just Ben Griffin and Kirk who set up well. You can flip that however you want, like you said. But also, that, that's my point too. Okay. Here you go. Ben Griffin and Kirk can be Svensson as the fifth man and land on Knox. Do you like Knox? I don't. No, okay, like I said, neither, I'll, I'll, neither I'll play, do I. I'll play Steven Yeager for sure. I'll play Merritt for sure. I'm just not as high on Knox. So we'll see how it shakes out total exposure. But I will definitely have exposure to Merritt and Yeager. Well, I mean, if you just wanted to play the lineup of all guys who played last week, I'm pretty sure Shez Reeves is available. Oh, Chad, Chad Ramey. Can't do those guys. So, yeah, 72 Knox would fit into this. Yeah, you could use Yeager, Merritt. I like Justin Suh, but that's me. Yeah, I think another just a good name that comes along will look okay on paper. This and whoever and, you like in that range. And he'll be like 1%. Of it. Yeah, that's the whole point of the 7K range and why, again, like he can try and make these. He's your boy, Lipsky. We can fit him he, in here. He fits in there too. You leave the 100 bucks on the table. So I don't mind it. I think what I keep noticing though, Pat, is like I said, we're, we're over. Look, everyone's doing it if we're doing it. And it looks like you're seeing it. Like 
We talk KH Lee, fine, we fit well, him well, in that, 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 I think that's the important part of the format of this show in particular now. Yes. That we're doing it. We can tell you, like, the old format of the show, we can look at it, and, like, I have all the stars next to the guys. Like, I will tell you that Keegan's a good play, Mav's a good play, Montgomery's a good play, uh, KH Lee's a good play, Adam Scott's a pretty good play. But then we start building a line, it's like, oh, I'm not using any of these guys. Because <laughs> yeah. I like one guy, I like Tom Kim more. I think Tom Kim's the best play. And then how, how bad is this lineup? You tell me, but just to give an example of everything you just said, I know it's okay on here and the ownership is super low. Bradley, Montgomery, McNeely, K.H. Lee. Eric Cole. Shelton and Ryan Armour. That's actually, I mean, I... Again, you're just, you're playing a totally different build. You have three 9Ks, 8K, 7K, and the two 7K, the 7K guy is a 6.9K guy and a 7K guy. It's not like you're... You know, who cares if you're out of a range, into a range? It's not, you can't, you're not saying I don't have a 6K guy, but Ryan Armour could be 7K and people would have played him all the same. If Ryan Armour was $7,100, he would have yeah, he's not almost being, exactly the same ownership. He's not going into your lineups because of the best buy pricing at 6900 but I'm just saying that's an example where you could still use him. So, so who was it? It was Montgomery, KH Lee. The first four guys you said, you said, I'm looking at, if I was doing the old show, it would be Keegan Bradley, Taylor Montgomery, McNeely, and Lee, and even Scott is a pretty good play. And I just pulled it that way to see how it would look with those first four in. And it landed me on 69.50 remaining, which I know is armor and Shelton in my stuff. So I, I just looked at it from that perspective. It's like, it's not the worst lineup. And you, your first line, I think off the top of the show or one of them was about, it's not like we, these 10K guys at the top are the best against what they're up against. It just happens to be the field that they're in. So yeah. I mean, I do like that. It's a product of the field. It doesn't mean they're the best just because they have the 10K price tag attached. Yes. No, I understand that. But I do think those four guys who are above 10K are by far the four best players. They are. Oh, yeah. It's the 8,000 to two ten thousand range. We had shake them up and give them any price you want. They're the same. Yeah. I will say this, too. What about this build, then? Just going back. Tom Kim. But what about using three 8K? You mentioned some 8K guys you like. Could you do that? Could you do Tom Kim, Adam Scott, KH Lee? What does that leave you with? Lots still. That, that goes 70, right back to the 7,400. Yeah, like we're back in that same range. So let's try to end it with this. What's the best play to, like, let's say you have three spots remaining, you have $7,400. What's your favorite way to play that? Is it the way that I've been suggesting of Svensson Hughes, Griffin, Knox, Poston, like those guys? Or would you prefer to go to Ryan Armour and get yourself back up to that lower eight range? That's what I want to see right quick. Because like, Fenson Hughes Knox rounds it out. It does, but we've been doing that but, for all but these times. Yeah, I'm what just if, doing what if you did Armour, Shelton, Keith Mitchell, Bezadenhout, Siwoo? Like that, one of that's, those the, guys. that's the different way to do it. The alternative is if you wanted to go with the way you set it up, is you could still go Armour with one of Hughes or Svensson, and now you could get to Smalley. We couldn't get to him before. So if you wanted to avoid. Um, Poston or Kitty or that range you could do it but I, I like your angle you said like take the Hughes and Spencer and all I can say from what we've taken away from this show Pat is for sure that range is going overlooked that we talked about the mid eights to the the lower nines In, unless you start there it's going to be hard to get to. it's going to be hard to get there and then also the mids even though what we've said all week is that the 7k's are loaded you can spread it out you can find your way around it you can't people aren't really spreading it even if you can up technically people just aren't they're still gravitating to Smalley Poston Buckley, Griffin, Griffin and then the Knox play, and then the um, the Hughes, Fenson, Armor. Like that's where it lands. So if you go Armor, Shelton, to your point, what does that put us on to round it out? You've got Shelton is seven K. That lands you on eighty three hundred. Now listen to this build, and I really like this. Could be could be Si Wu, but just Tom Kim, you still get him. And then you say, look, I'm just gonna say that it's not, the FOMO of. Who do I play between Henley, Harmon, and Connors? Don't play any of Just them. Just don't play any of them. <laughs> and even if one of them gets there, it's not a guarantee that you'll need it because you've got Lee, Scott, 
Mitchell, and then you still round out with Shelton and Armour where you skip the range where everyone is landing from 72 to 7,800. You have nobody in there. So it's double FOMO that you're missing out on, but it's not really FOMO. People just assume they're the best plays and it's golf. They're not necessarily that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a coin flip to see if they make the cut or not. It's roster construction. <laughs> it's not that. You're not doing anything that crazy. You're just building a little bit different. Well, I have the winning lineup if people want to win GPPs this week. Uh, Tom Kim, KH Lee, Adam Scott, Mav McNeely, Ryan Armour, Eric Gold. All right, there it is. I, you know, have to put that in the $20 to, to chop it up, but um, all well, of I our... just assume Eric Cole is going to be 25% now. I wish I knew what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's a good play, when he only has the American flag next to his name. The best is it does pull up the hockey guy. The, the, I'm sure it the does, The right winger yeah. as soon as you put it in. I believe he spells his name with a K, which I... Re- no, he, yeah, he does. No, it's Eric Barnes. Sorry. Now, oh, Eric... man, this guy is fit oh, to it's... go on a plane gif. On Friday, even though he's not owned at all, I'm still tagging you and putting him on it when he misses the cut. Just look at him, man. He's let's just ready what, to hop on image a plane. Search. Oh, yeah. Go look at the first pitcher. Oh, say, look, look at the third pitcher. He already looks like he's missed the cut at the John Deere. <laughs> and the one, did you see the one with the PXG hat? It just, you know, when you click the PGA one, it's the old pitcher and then it updates. Yeah. This is the one. He's got the PXG hat. He's primed to go. Oh, there's one picture of him where he's like following through on his drive, but it just looks like he's smoking a really long cig. <laughs> so I'm in on Eric Cole. Oh man, this is too good. All right, Eric Cole, it is for Pat, not for me. Is there is there anyone sub Ryan Armour you would play? Yes, uh, besides Lingworth. Uh, we, 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 okay, let's try this. Let's re, let's build one more lineup and let's build it this way: a Stars and Scrubs lineup or a four balanced high eight low nine k build. And you like Lingworth. I assume you're going to use him in your player pool, right? Yes. So, I would I would go just me, but I, I would go with Lingmurth Taylor. If you I mean not Eric Cole, if you want to build like just a two six K guy that's not ben, armor. Ben, ben Taylor or Nick Taylor? I would go Nick, but you could go Ben. What's Ben's price? Sixty eight. So uh, so is armor as well. You could use I, I just for the purpose of this because we we're both, trying to get off him, yeah, to say so not go to him. Let's say Lingmurth, Ben Taylor. Yeah, let's or go Nick ben. Taylor. Let's go let's ben. use those two guys, sixty seven, sixty eight. We have ninety one hundred dollars per player for four spots. How should we fill this out? Let's do it two ways. Let's do the balance with it, and let's do the stars and scrubs with it. If I think we do Lee to start, KH Lee, because we talked about him enough and then said we were skipping him. So if we plug him in, it lets us go some of those 9K guys. Like you could almost do what we said earlier. Okay, so you can do that. McNeely. You can go Horschel. Horschel. McNeely. You can't get to Keegan. You'd have to go Montgomery. Or you drop Ben Taylor to Nick Taylor and get Keegan. You could do that. Like, do you like Keegan that much more than Taylor Montgomery? I do. Okay. But so, so again, it's, ma- it's, it's partly because Taylor Montgomery just makes every putt and punishes me, even with the Shadow Creek record that he set. It was like, it was completely dark. And on the last hole, he made it from 18 feet for Eagle. It would have soared past the hole, but it just hit the cup and landed in it. Like, of course it did. It's Taylor Montgomery. So uh, if I do that, I, I like that lineup. It doesn't project very well, but it was the Lingmurth with Nick Taylor. And then you get three 9Ks with Horschel, Keegan, Mav. You can use, you can flip it around. You could take Mav to Taylor. You could take Nick Taylor up to <laughs> double Taylor. You can go Taylor Montgomery with Ben Taylor in that case, but just. Okay, let's let's throw this out then. Let's have Lingworth and Nick Taylor. I'll switch it back to Ben Taylor now yeah. as the starting point. Tom Kim. Tom yeah. Kim Hideki. $8,000 per final two players. Ooh. Which means you could do something like KH Lee and Ben Griffin. That would fit, I believe. Let's see. KH Lee. No, it doesn't. Occasionally in Knox you could use. Or you could go from Ben Taylor to Nick Taylor and use those two if you wanted to. You can do like uh, one guy we didn't talk about. What about Matt Kuchar this week? 
Yeah. You don't think? Yeah. He, he's he's won me enough money at the Sony over the years. I'll, I'll let him out to pass. He was pretty good in, in oh, yeah, the, he's, he's he fucking great. Good at Mayakoba again. Like he's I don't know, but you could okay, McCarthy's there, Grillo, you could Putnam. Use, you could use Adam Scott, Ben Griffin, if you wanted to. You know what I like? I like post and Siwoo Kim. Ooh, we didn't even mention Siwoo. I like Siwoo this week, too. We didn't get to him. But again, that's the whole point of this range going overlooked. I like this build, though, because it's no 9K guys at all. And it's none of the guys that are getting used in the 7K. Right? Like, Poston will get used, but you're not, you don't have any of the 76 to 7K. Yeah, and you've kind of... And no armor. And you've kind of cut up your Tom Kim chalk a little bit with Hideki. Yep. Because the, I mean, I don't know how popular that one-two was going to be, but I'm just assuming Tom Kim Sungjae is the popular one-two start of the 10K guys. Yeah, and you could do that, but like, how how bad is this one? Just to flip it, because this actually projects really well. But just to give you an example, Sungjae with Tom Kim, but then you, so Sungjae, Tom Kim, Poston are popular, but then when you put Putnam, Lingmurth, and Ben Taylor. To round it out, it actually is very close to one of our best lineups. Really? And it's, like I said, again, what's unique about it is you have no 9K guy at all. So no Harmon, Henley, Connors, and the guys people want to take shots on. You have none of the 7K guys from 7 to 7,600 or the Smalley at 7,800. And you don't have Ryan Armour at 6,900. So you have a setup that is still completely different, extremely low owned overall besides Kim, M, and probably Poston. So what? Putnam comes in at 10% or whatever. You've got 2% Ben Taylor and 4% David Lingmurth. Those guys are 67 and 6,800. They could have been 7K. It wouldn't have been that different. Are you playing in the $3,180 100-man tournament? No, I've been trying to bug DraftKings about that one. I think they need to have satellites to that. I think it's a great tournament. It's one of the best balance structures, 100K up top. It's an awesome tournament. It's outside of my bankroll for buying into it every week. But I think they should do like a Monday queue. Stick with the golf theme. Four people, you only got to queue out four seats. You can win four seats to it the week before. If you get in, you're into the big one for next week. I think it's exciting. People that play it full-time or at least casually even with that listen to shows like this would have yeah, fun I mean, with I, it. I, I tried to, I came second three times last year trying to qualify for the 444. Yeah, they have them for the 555, the 888s. I, those are all great. I think you should be in those. Nine bucks, you can get in, get a ticket, and then you take your shot. But they do them for the Megas. I just wish they would do it for sort of their signature tournament. I know there's only so many spots, and they want to cater to the people that can buy into that tournament. But I, it's just outside of what my parameters would be. I'm playing for more than that weekly, but I'm not using that as my one Yeah, you're line. not just putting one lineup That's in right. that tournament. I, I don't do that. You, you would rather allocate your $4,000 somewhere well, Especially else. now with FGWC qualifiers, like for the for the Fantasy Golf World Championship, you can play like the 125, the 307. I'd rather play those in a 555 and still be under 1,000 or whatever and get into it and have a chance to win two seats and 100 k that way. That makes sense. You could do three of those for the same price and play, play it three max style. Oh, Kevin Yu. All right. I'm trying to build my best all-Asian lineup. Because when I looked, I told you when I looked at opportunities gained, which is birdie or eagle chances inside 15 feet, it's essentially all-Asian players. <laughs> Who so, else? So I've got Kim, Im. So Tom Kim, Sungjae Im, Siwoo Kim, SH Kim. Oh, see, I, I didn't put Siwoo in. You got to put Siwoo in. I, I put in KH Lee instead. No, don't do that. And I have Carl Carl Wan and Kevin Yu, and it gives me $7,000 for S.H. Kim, if I wanted. Or Brandon. Woo! How did, how did you get to that one? You didn't put in Siwoo, right? I didn't put in Siwoo. I put in K.H. Lee. So Lee. I, I like the one you said there. It's, um, Kim, M, Lee, Yu, Wan, and Wu. But not Siwoo. Brandon Wu. Oh, God. No, I don't like it anymore, but it's fine. I don't have enough. And Eric Cole. 
So I went Kim M K H Lee, Carl Juan, and S H Kim. Who was your? Oh, you didn't use S H Kim. No, you could. You instead of using Brandon Wu, you could use S H Kim if you wanted to. Yeah, I, I've got a, my version is Tom Kim, Sung J M, K H Lee, S H Kim, Carl Juan, and Nakajima. That's my version. How much money should we put on? Tom Kim to miss the cut plus three fifty. <laughs> no. Doesn't seem like enough. Does Zero dollars. Just Definitely when he right. comes in at forty percent ownership it's and misses the cut, it's just like oh no. He's too good. Where he'll screw if he screws people, it's going to be on DraftKings because he's ten six. And it, it is, but I mean, there's a very logical path for Tom Kim missing the cut. Just he doesn't putt well. Like right. that's he doesn't. Some he didn't, weeks, he didn't putt well last week. It's true. He's so, third in approach. He literally yeah, but that's what I mean. Too many too many pieces of his game. Like it's just too hard right now. Playing this well, played last week, all the trends. Like, there's no way to bet that. How much? What's the bet? You know, you can't even bet it either to make the. I mean, you know, he's just you'd have to parlay it uh, to miss the cut. No, to, to make, make the, the cut, cut minus six hundred. Right. So, and again, you'd have to go. It just you can do your to make the cut parlay and put him in, or do your miss the cut parlay and put him as the make the cut to add it off. But it's minus six hundred. It's too much. Hoagie to miss the cut plus two fifty seems seems trappy. It does seem trappy, but no one's gonna bet it. No. I just mean, it just doesn't, I don't know. The main thing about Hoagie is the same, like Hoagie, Horschel, those guys have the same narratives around them. Well, it's funny to to look at it, like how safe of a play Russell Henley is this week, according to most people, or Tom Hoagie, something like that. When you go and take a look at their two missed the cut odds this week, Hoagie, Henley, Mitchell, Keegan, Cam Davis, Billy Horschel, Matt Kuchar all have the same odds. Yeah. And worse odds to miss the cut, like higher odds, Taylor Montgomery and Maverick McNeely. Yeah, the the problem is really is just the they're not going to miss a cut. They're going to screw you on draft games. I mean, so, some of these guys are going to miss. Yeah, a cut. I know, but some of those like we're talking about Tom Kim, Henleys, those guys. I just don't see them missing a cut at all. Where they're going to screw you is that they cost almost ten k, or in the case of Tom Kim, ten point five k, and they're going to come forty first because it was a bad week for them. And I was like, oh, he was so safe. No, nah, he was to make the cut. But did he get you to the top of the tournament? I don't know. That, that's the difference. Tom Kim feels a lot better about getting to the top of the tournament than Russell Henley. I will say that. But Henley's the safe play and almost won it last year. So that's where that comes in. All right. RunPureSports.com is where you can find all of Tambo's. You don't write, do you? I try not to as much as possible. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really write. We do core plays on there. So I have to write. I, I do have to type you those type up in the people's names. To yeah. have them in there. but uh, And I type a lot in the Discord. It's a premium Discord. There's a lot of sharp players in there. A lot of good minds from the PGA streets. So I love being in the Discord, just chatting through the strategy. The so slate. a lot like this, but yeah. in written Yeah, it's just form. like this, but in written form. But it's easier to just hit it as you go or catch up and do all that stuff. But yeah, you can check it out. All sports, one price. We are trending heavily towards golf right now because it's picking up. Next week on the Mayo Media Network will be the free show starting for Showdown. So Thursday night will be the round two. Friday night for round three and weekend and then premium on rumpiersports.com going into the free, final round. Free on the oh, final free, round now. So it's it's on the Rumpier Sports YouTube channel. Just but not on Mayo Media Network. Yeah. Two out of three. You get more views on Mayo Media Network. We will. We will and the majority rules, two out of three. You're still hey, listen, winning. People will translate over. It's the whole whole point of the partnership. That people That's find right. the shows, and you guys do. Uh, is it a premium show tonight that you do on Run Pure? Yeah, we record it this afternoon, so people have time to get to it. I'll, I'll go home and do an, a last minute crunch on this stuff. Start to look at some other things. Take some of the thoughts that we've got from this. Where you know, sort of seeing some of those angles. Is there any edge that I can see in? Is there yeah, any t- you're going to be on there being like, "Here's my sleeper, Eric Cole," and they're going <laughs> to be like, "Who's not. Eric Cole?" You're like, "Don't worry about Eric Cole." It might he start with goals. one guy. I recommend you don't play this week. Is this guy? <laughs> I, I got to make everyone. I'm going to put him on the plane on Friday when he goes home just for you, Pat. So uh, everything's back too. Twitter at Toe Tag and Tambo. The tidbits, the thread went out this morning. 
trying to get that out to as many people as possible. Like I said, it's free to hit the retweet button. It helps me grow. I put all the time, the information. It's not for sale. It's free. It's a thread on Twitter, but it's a good one. It's got all the information curated for you. And it promotes people from around the industry. It does. It doesn't matter where they're affiliated. There's so many people that do good work too, by the way. Like I have to leave others out every week and there's just too many. Yeah, you never put any of my stuff in there. You're too good. People already know who you are. Come on. (laughs) Newsletter. Mayo Media Network newsletter, also completely free, will contain the tidbits in it, the link to it. You can subscribe to that down in the description right now. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo for 20% off. Additionally, the DraftKings Listeners League is not yet full. Please go make it full. That link down in the description. Three max entry, $15 to play. No rake. Thus, making it the best tournament on DraftKings. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.